Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Okay, I'll buy it. Junior Walker and the All-Stars. Right? From the and? 60s. I know the song. It's called Shotgun. Oh, okay. I don't think I ever realized that. Oh, that's the... <laughs> yeah. Shotgun! <laughs> yes. All right. All right. This one's not as obvious as normally. The, it's as the, the very normal. first word. It, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> it's still not as obvious as normal, but I, I like it. I like it. I like we, the variety. spanning... The entire yes. musical spectrum. That is producer Carl Middleman, and this is Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. My name is Tony Colombo. My partner Bo Matthews is here as well. Bo, great to see you. Present, yes. How are you, man? Uh, great to see you, and uh, great to talk to everyone. Great to have Carl back in yeah. the studio. Big thanks to Jake last week. Uh, Jake was great. He uh, he really raised the bar. So <laughs> Yet he didn't call anyone to confirm the day before, because I uh... kept getting calls. <laughs> That's there all right. There we go. First crack there. Shots in the, fired. In the Jake armor. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, great to have you back. Uh, we are going to talk to Carl about his adventures in the great outdoors on his vacation. Oh, this nice. week's podcast a little bit. Don't forget that uh, not only do we have this great radio show that you are listening to, and we certainly appreciate you doing that, but we also have our podcast exclusive every week, and you can get both the radio show and the podcast exclusive in podcast form just about anywhere that you get podcasts, but I would recommend the Radio.com app because the Radio.com app is free, and you can rewind live radio with the Radio.com app. You can stream the radio station 24-7 on the Radio.com app, and you can get the podcast of this show and every other show. Show on the station on the radio.com. Whatever app. station so you're listening to. Whichever one, if you're listening to us on 971, you can get everything from that station there. If you're listening to us on KMOX, you can get everything from that station there also. So go and check it out. Got a whole lot to talk about this week. We are going to get into a lot of the news of the week involving the Second Amendment. Uh, we, we've been waiting, Bo, uh, ever since Joe Biden took office. To, for him to get to his Second Amendment gun platform. We knew this was something that was very uh, that he harped on during the campaign, had a very uh, long piece of his website dedicated to gun reform. However, out of the box, with all the other things and all the other issues that he addressed, the Second Amendment was uh, suspiciously not talked about for a couple months. But now, 
Oh, man. It is front and center, and there is a lot of potential gun legislation that is being debated in Washington, D.C., so it looks like the president has gotten to that part of his agenda. And we knew ahead of time that he was looking for that opportunity to do that. And and sadly, this country's had two major shootings in uh, in a couple of weeks' time or a week's time, I guess. And, you know, my, my first thing that pops into my mind is this is a mental health issue. The family of the guy in Colorado uh, even said he was, you know, socially inept. He was, you know, a loner. He had a, the FBI even had him under investigation. So where is the fail here? Because, you know, the people that listen to this program, for the most part, I would guess, uh, support the Second Amendment. Um, your guns, my guns aren't causing problems, right? You own them. You you are, uh, you know, you, you uh, go to the shooting range with them. This is not about mass gun ban. This is about mental health. I've talked to law enforcement officials in the last 24 hours. They said this is a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. This is sad. And, and look at the last year we've all been through. You know, I've, I've gone through my bouts of depression. I've gone through, you know, anxieties and things like that. It, it's just how you handle it. So if there's going to be an improvement on the background check thing, um, it, it's tough because we already do extensive background checks. And I'm anxious to hear what Aaron has to yeah, say of how it can be tweaked to talk about mental illness. Yeah. You know? So the great thing about this radio show is we have great experts like our friends from Razorback Armory, who we'll talk to later in the show. Uh, also in today's show, the great outdoors is never going to get left out, especially this time of year when, you know, it's getting so nice outside and it's time to get back out and enjoy the great outdoors. We're also going to talk to the author of Big Game Hunting 101, uh, Fred Cloaklear, we should we got to figure Clecker. this out before. Clecker. I'm gonna let you introduce him so I don't mess up his last name <laughs> when he gets here. No, you're gonna be fine. Clecker, Fred Clecker. Okay, I just don't want to mess up that name. So we're gonna talk to him in the next segment. Uh, and uh, right now, we're gonna start the show as we always do with our friend Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, one of the great sponsors of this show. And uh, he joins us uh, at the beginning of every week. And uh, Aaron, you know, with all of this Second Amendment and gun legislation on the table and being discussed suddenly, uh, you know, that could have some impact to your industry. How are you feeling about everything that uh, has developed in the news this week? So, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, I saw a statistic that said your chances of being involved in a a mass shooting, um, they gave a a number, um, and then they they compared it to being struck by lightning. And those numbers were very similar. So, um, I mean, People still get struck by lightning. Mass shootings will happen, right? Um, so, I mean, it's just a sad fact. Uh, but when you really look at what we're trying to ban here, um, you know, when it comes to, to rifles, and the FBI puts out a statistic, it's all rifles, whether it's a shotgun, bolt action, lever, pump, semi-auto. They don't distinguish, you know, AR-15, um, or AK or FAL or anything else, uh, you're talking like 400-something people. Uh, but then when you look at stabbings, way more. Okay, So we're not banning knives. And whenever you've seen, uh, you can look at Great Britain, and they got rid of guns, and stabbings went up. Okay, So uh, it, it is what it is. There are bad people in the world. They want to do harm. And you ban guns, they're going to use knives, they're going to use cars, they're going to use baseball bats, they're going to use anything at their disposal to cause uh, injury, 
and death. To and do bad things, yeah. are gonna fi- bad people are going to find uh, ways to do bad things. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I will say this, that both cases in Georgia and in Colorado and Boulder, they were both mental health issues. The guy in Georgia, uh, wasn't it? He had a, a sex addiction and that's why he went and assaulted them uh, and, 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 and shot the, these two, you know, that that place up or those several places up. It's very sad. It, mental health is, is so rampant. We hear about suicides up so, you know, so much amongst young people or, you know, people that have gone through. The, look what this country has just gone through, guys. It's just it's sad. So, Aaron, you're right, because if they don't have access to a firearm, they will figure out a way to uh, hurt people because that's what the, that's the evil in them. That's the, the, the mental disorder in them. If they don't have if they don't have their meds or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's. It's, yeah. it's very dicey. So my question to you, Aaron, would be how can they refine the background checks to uh, include or in this case exclude somebody buying a firearm? So there already is in Missouri uh, the ability to adjudicate somebody from the ability to purchase a firearm due to mental illness. The, the problem is that it's not really sure how often it's used. The legislature uh, passed it in the statutes. There is the ability to do it. The question is, is are these doctors aware, right? Uh, And are these doctors willing to go through this process and tread on somebody's rights in the short term where they can get help? And then when they become stable, their rights can be restored. And that's that's the question. Aaron, I don't know if you saw this this week. Uh, it's not it's not Biden. It's not the um, uh, the administration or the actual politicians involved. But it does. This story does shine quite a light on where many people um, on the left, uh, the anti-gun crowd. This it, it, I think this story highlights where their heads are at. And it and it goes right along with what we're talking about. Uh, the CNN host, Allison Camarota, uh, was on the air this week on her show and. She wants she she posed the question, why aren't gun stores? Why aren't you, Aaron, at Southern Armory asking your customers about their mental health before you sell them a gun? Let me read you this quote and then get your reaction to it. Why don't we gun to why don't this is Allison Camarota from CNN? Why don't we go to gun shop owners and say, do you think that this 21 year old who comes in and wants an AR-15 style weapon? Do you think he looks like he's going hunting with this weapon? Did you ask him, by the way, do you think people are chasing you? Do you ever hear voices saying that people are coming for you? Do gun store owners ever ask questions like that? (laughs) Aaron, I know how ridiculous that, I know how ridiculous that statement is, but here's a, here's a journalist on national television posing those type of questions. So obviously there are some people that have this question and thought process What's your reaction to that? Of, of somebody asking you, hey, before you sell these people their guns, why don't you ask them? Did they hear voices in their heads? Do they feel like they're being chased? Are you going to go hunting you, with that have gun? Have you had the coronavirus you don't, vaccine? You don't have your, you don't have, you're not wearing a camo vest, so maybe you're not going hunting. What's going on? Right. Go, go, so, ahead, Aaron. go ahead, Aaron. I mean, so you, you, you want somebody who's not a healthcare professional, right. specifically in mental health. Um, ask these questions and then make a judgment call. So, I mean, 
let's be realistic here. Now, if somebody comes in and they're like, yeah, you know, I need, and they're, they're blatantly saying, I need uh, an AR-15 and a 100-round drum mag to go shoot people, we're not going to sell the gun. <laughs> you know, we, we you can have your own checks and balances. For, right. Yeah, we can, we, can go, we can decline the sale for that. And, and in all honesty, as, as we've talked before, Aaron, I know that if somebody is is behaving very awkwardly, strangely in your store, then you will you not ask those questions, but you will take some kind of action to make sure. Like, you're not just you, – you, you are going to obviously assess on a surface level what you can, but right. but that's only if somebody's very obviously disturbed or having problems. It's not your job – to ask them about uh, probe into, you know, their background and ask them about what's going on in their. That's brain. what the background checks are for. <laughs> that's what the background checks are for, and that's what the doctors are for. Certainly not. And I'd like your responsibility. I, I, so I would like to add in there on this. You remember? You remember when you were in, in elementary school? They showed pictures of of different people, and they said, "Okay, tell us which one's the bad guy," because. It's not always the guy that looks crazy. It, it it could be the guy that is normal looking. So you may never yeah. even know. That's right. So that's that to me is a very thin line, uh, because other than that, all you can do is do the background check. Are is there paperwork on this guy? Is this guy committed a felony? Right. Is there a criminal? You know. And and again, if if the doctors go through the process to adjudicate somebody is mentally incompetent, this Missouri State Highway Patrol puts it in the FBI's. Uh, Nick system, and they get flagged. So, I mean, there there is that process. Question is, is it utilized, or are uh, officials that can do that scared to adjudicate somebody mentally incompetent and violate their civil rights? So, um, it's a slippery slope, yeah, guys. No and, doubt. And uh is there a process there is i know there is mm-hmm. i've seen it you know as far as in the statute and uh and we're going to yeah. get we're going to get more into this you know this is not going anywhere we're going to talk about this in the coming weeks and, and throughout the rest of this show about some of these other issues because there is definitely more to get to but here's one thing that i know for sure is that it seems like every time we get one of every time one of these uh these tragedies have happened recently after the fact, we've heard about all these red flags, and we've heard from people that are in their life that, oh yeah, this he was he was having problems. He was talking about doing these type of things. He was building, you know, he was the guy who did who did the bombing in uh, in in Tennessee a few months ago. You know, people knew that he was building bombs in his in his garage. I mean, like there. We've, we've, and yet nobody called. And yet ATF nobody called. So yeah, there, there's ways to there's ways to. Uh, you're, you're never going to stop every bad person from doing a bad thing, but there are ways to to go about combating this and stopping many of them. And the, a lot of times, we're hearing that the red flags, the signals were already there, and we're not following up. How about we have that discussion instead of telling uh, gun store owners to ask about their customers' mental health and where they're going with the gun that they just bought because they don't look like a hunter? Or right, give me a break. And wouldn't uh, you think it's a good idea to have your family chime in and say, "Hey, yes. you know." Bob over here is not doing well. Let's take his guns away. You know, as yeah. a family, yeah, let's that's exactly. remove them. Handle it on internally as a family. Aaron, before An intervention. we, we, we got to wrap this up before we let you go, of course, if people want to come out and visit you at Southern Armory, uh, visit you on social media, all of that stuff, how can they do so? Yep. 
Uh, so we got plenty more ARs coming, uh, more high-capacity magazines for your AR and your AK, uh, handguns, <laughs> ammunition, kind of always always rolling through. Uh, That's funny so to me. You're, you're worried, uh, uh, and a lot of us are. Uh, come in and see us. We'll see what we can uh, get you, uh, yeah, in case, you know, an executive order comes down or yeah. uh, legislation yeah. gets passed to, to ban these things. Uh, anyway, we're located uh, 9901 Watson Road, one mile east of 270 and 44, Southern Armory on Facebook and SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. SouthernArmory.com. Mm-hmm. That's Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, one of the great sponsors of the show, which we certainly appreciate. Aaron, great to talk with you. We'll see you same time next week. All right. Thank you. You bet. All right. Let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we are going to talk to the author of Big Game Hunting 101, Fred Kleckler. Yes. Clecker. Clecker. There's no Clecker. L there. Why did I put that second L in there? Because it's like a Clucker. It will. When we have the man on the phone with us, will I say his name right to him? Tune in to find out. <laughs> That's a tease. Dun dun dun. Don't go anywhere. Find out next. You are listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
back to Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Carl Middleman. Pew, pew. <laughs> and, of course, my partner, <laughs> Bo Matthews. We are going to talk to our friends from Razorback Armory, our buddy Jesse. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we're going to delve back into some of these uh, these gun laws, this gun legislation, Second Amendment legislation that is being discussed. And even in some places, a couple of bills have already passed through the United States House. So um, we're going to get back into that discussion when we talk to Jesse in a few minutes. But uh, we always like to, especially this time of year, get out into the great outdoors and yep. talk about camping and fishing and hunting, and in just Hiking. a moment, yes, and in just a moment, we're going to talk to Fred Clucker, the author of Big Game Hunting 101. I'm, cl- I just I'm wanted, clapping. Yeah, I, I wanted to uh, say it out loud uh, right now to make, <laughs> prove to everybody that I can pronounce his last name correctly before he's on the line. Uh, and of course, uh, with Fred coming on and us talking about hunting and anything involving the great outdoors, when we're talking about the great outdoors on the show, it's brought to you by. Razorback Armory. They're your full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. You may say, oh, I've got a great gun store. This is the greatest gun store. Stop in in De Pere on Manchester Road, half mile east of 270. Find them online at RazorbackArmory.com and tell them Bo sent you. Mm-hmm. And Bo, you have had a chance to meet with and talk with our guests, so please introduce Fred. You know what? Uh, uh, Fred and I uh, met through a mutual friend, Dan Duffy, well-known name. Yeah. Uh, yep. Dan Dan connected us, and after uh, talking to Fred, we decided we were going to get together for lunch, and he bought, by the way. Um, and <laughs> and just, hearing, just hearing some of his stories out of his mouth, uh, let alone out of the book, uh, are, are great. He's a great guy, and but I don't think he was. A, he's been a lifelong hunter, and we're going to get to the bottom of that. But uh, Fred, welcome! Congratulations on the book, Big Game Hunting One Hundred and One: No Room Service and Other Terrifying Realities. How are you, sir? Thanks, Bo, for the introduction. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm good, and I owe you lunch. I know that part. Um, have you always been a, <laughs> an outdoor hunter guy? No, quite the contrary. Uh, actually, I grew up uh, traveling to exclusive beaches and uh, turquoise waters and, uh, you know, European uh, museums and fabulous restaurants and things like that. Um, really didn't have a taste for the outdoors at all uh, until the tender age of 27 <laughs> when uh, one of my parents' neighbors uh, caught me uh, over at their house. We started talking and uh uh, he started talking about hunting and he was an avid hunter and wanted to know if, if I was. And, um, it was pretty much uh, a week after that he kidnapped me, took me to his duck club and I was hooked. <laughs> That's awesome. Fred, you know, uh, your story is probably very relatable and familiar to many people, especially right now. We have learned, um, you know, on this show and talking with people in the hunting industry, camping, fishing industries, that, you know, one of maybe the few positives of the pandemic was that people with everything being closed and, you know, activities being shut off, a lot of people either rediscovered or discovered for the first time the great outdoors. They went fishing for the first time in 20 years and remembered how much they loved it. They went camping for the first time, maybe ever, and realized how much they loved it. Um, 
and and I, I think it's so important that people are rediscovering. I think it's so good for the soul that people, uh, you know, get outside and, and enjoy the great outdoors and all the great things that we can offer. Uh, just kind of talk about that discovery and how important you think it is that people get outside and, and you know, and, and realize how great these outdoor activities can be. Well, um, my partner and I founded this uh, company on uh, three simple things, explore, experience, and evolve, uh, hence the name E3 Outdoors. And uh, this, is, this is just a critical time for us, uh, obviously, from a health perspective. But uh, one of the really good things that uh, came out of it, as you mentioned, was people are discovering or rediscovering the outdoors and uh, coming from someone who uh, discovered the outdoors very late, um, I can tell you it is, uh, it is life-changing from the standpoint that uh, I now appreciate a world that I never knew existed and didn't bother to uh, really seek out myself. Um, but also from the standpoint uh, that this helps families bond. Uh, it helps pass this incredible uh, tradition and heritage down through the generations. Um, and I think that uh, in, a, in an industry, uh, i.e. hunting, where we're losing uh, about 7% uh, of hunters every year, uh, these numbers are declining at such a rapid rate. Uh, we really need to get people interested in hunting and the great outdoors again, uh, so that we don't, uh, you know, lose this wonderful tradition that we've uh, that we've got. So, yeah, this that. is an incredibly important time uh, for uh, for people for any number of reasons. Um, but hopefully, we we start uh, engaging people and getting them to be interested in the outdoors again. And that was one of the real cornerstones to writing this book. Now, Fred, I got to interject here. You are a guy who grew up with caviar, champagne, art galleries, fancy world travels. I want to know what your biggest shock was when you did finally make it into the woods with your your, your neighborhood friend. Was it because even on the front of the book? And by the way, the book is really funny. You sound really serious right now. Come on, loosen up, buddy. Uh, was your first shock the outhouse? Is that? I mean, because that's the picture on the book. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, that was a terrifying moment. You, you really have no <laughs> idea what runs through your mind when, uh, you know, you're uh, you're used to first-class resorts and uh, you say, by the way, where's the bathroom? And somebody points out the door and says, 30 feet across the ridge. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, is, uh, it is a sobering uh, uh, experience there. I... Uh, and cold, by the way. Fred, we're talking to yeah. Fred Klecker, the author of Big Game Hunting 101, No Room Service, and Other Terrifying Realities. Uh, Fred, I've told the story on the show before. You know, I was I, I went camping with my grandparents and fishing with my grandpa and my dad all throughout my childhood. And then, you know, got into my 20s and, you know, got into Drank a different a lifestyle and hanging out with my friends. And all of a sudden, you know, the, yeah, yeah, the uh, the great outdoors and, and, you know, doing those type of things weren't as important to me. And then in my in, in about in my early 30s. I was at a friend's house who had a lived on a on a, a farm and had a, a farm pond, 
and walked down and he said, yeah, you know, we fish in this pond all the time. And he handed me a fishing pole and I, you know, I'd barely fished at all um, in, in years at that point. And uh, I caught I caught a, a largemouth bass and I, I literally oh, I literally this moment stands out as it, 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 it is cliche as it sounds. It was like it was like when I when this fish bit the hook and I started to reel it in, it was like I had this life-changing moment, like, whoa, this is fun. <laughs> I love this, and I want to do I'm more in. of it. Did you have any moment like that, like a specific moment where you were out there in the woods and you were like, this is where I want to be. This is this is great. Yeah, it uh, it, it was really bizarre. Um, I, I, I was not at home at all in the woods uh, at this point. Um, but I was sent out to sit in a spot alone, which, of course, terrified me. And uh, I'm sitting on a rock, uh, just kind of taking it all in and being scared of every single noise that I hear. And <laughs> I kind of found an inner peace, uh, didn't really recognize, uh, you know, the fact that I was really kind of in deep thought over uh, just taking in the environment and noticing uh, every little detail that made up what I was looking at. Uh, it was kind of like taking a, a camera lens and zeroing in on a spot and really realizing uh, what composes this amazing uh, outdoor scenery that I'm looking at. And the, uh, the, the strangest thing happened. Um, I, I literally, I found my soul. And uh, to this day, uh, I remember that as being like the linchpin in this is part of who I am. Uh, this is something that I absolutely love. And this is going to be a lifelong passion of mine. Um, it, uh, it really was amazing. And I think every hunter out there, uh, every outdoorsman out there remembers the time that, you know, they were walking through the woods and they realized it's not just a bunch of trees. There, mm -hmm. there are leaves and there are frogs and spiders. And if you're at the right time of the year, you can hear ice-coated branches mm. clicking together in the breeze. And you, it just, it all comes together in this, uh, you know, this big flourish. And you're like, wow, I get it. I, I get why people can come out here and sit for hours on end for entire seasons. Yeah, I it's think that was the biggest thing that I took away from our lunch amazing. is that that Fred really appreciated the outdoor so much more. And and that's why I think uh, you wrote the book, Fred. It's called Big Game Hunting 101, No Room Service and Other Terrifying Realities. And again, I'm about a third of the way through the thing, and it's hilarious. Uh, even just your experience at Lambert Airport. Matter of fact, I text you uh, <laughs> when I got to a certain point. This is my first LOL moment, and it was fantastic. But Fred, tell us, uh, tell us, tell people where you can get the book because we want to sell books. Absolutely. Uh, you can get the book at www.e3outdoors.com or on Amazon. Uh, if you go to the E3 Outdoors website, you can plug in a code EXPLORE101, all capitals, no spaces, and receive 20% off mm, through the hey. end of the month. That is Fred Klecker. The book is Big Game Hunting 101, No Room Service and Other Terrifying Realities. Fred, great talking <laughs> with you. Good luck with the book, and I hope we get a chance to talk with you again sometime soon. Fantastic, gentlemen. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. All right. See you, buddy. Go ahead and take another take quick care. break, and when we get back, we will talk to our friends at Razorback Armory. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors.
if your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. named Billy Joe grew restless on the farm a boy filled with wanderlust who really meant no harm he changed his clothes and shined his boots and combed his dark hair down and his mother cried as he walked out don't take your guns to town son leave your guns at home Billy I don't, don't even know when to. I don't even know when to talk. Like I don't even want to play, play the whole song. I know. I don't even want to cut it off. <laughs> Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with my partner Bo Matthews and our producer Carl Middleman. Hello, new Chad. Pew 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 pew. All of the above. The person who picks all of this great music that you hear yeah. each and every week. And want to remind folks that not only do we have the radio show that you're listening to right now, which we certainly appreciate, but we also have uh, our podcast. We actually podcast the show that you're listening to and a podcast exclusive. So there's two podcasts out there every week that you can pick up. You can pick up this show uh, on Fridays. So you can actually download the podcast of the radio show before the radio show even airs. And then on Mondays, you can get the podcast exclusive, which is exactly that, just a uh, further discussion. And sometimes we stay on topic and sometimes we don't Um, in the podcast exclusive. You can get uh, both of those podcasts anywhere you get podcasts. I recommend the radio.com app because that is the best place to get the podcast for Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Joining us on the podcast exclusive and for the rest of this show is our friends from Razorback Armory. Jesse's going to be on with us just in just a second. Razorback, of course, is one of the great sponsors of this show and also uh, a supporter of an event that you have coming up, Bo. Absolutely. It is the fifth annual, actually there's been more than that, but uh, uh, the fifth annual Big Dogs Poker Bash is May 16th. A lot of people have been calling. It was right before the pandemic began. We got the Poker Bash in and it's normally a February event. This one's going to happen on May 16th at Brookdale Farms and uh, a lot of great silent auction items. That's where uh, Razorback Armory comes in. Uh, Jesse, thank you for stepping up to the plate as you did last year uh, to support this. I got a question though. Do you have a Glock P80 uh, nine millimeter in stock? Oh, we're just shopping right off the bat here. <laughs> well, no, I've got raffle tickets for them because oh. I've got one. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, all right. <laughs> no, I don't have a P80 one in stock right now. <laughs> well, you want to buy a raffle ticket for it? <laughs> 
Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if we're buying. Are we buying guns? Are we selling raffle tickets or all the above? Yes. <laughs> yes, all the above. <laughs> so, Jess, we we you know we have uh, I don't know ten minutes or so left of the show today, and uh, really appreciate you sticking around for the podcast exclusive because there is plenty to get to. We were discussing earlier in the show some of the new legislation that is being discussed and even some of it's in progress in, in Washington, D.C. Uh, you know, it seems like after a couple months of of ignoring the Second Amendment platform that President Biden had been um, promoting while he was campaigning for president, uh, now it is uh, in full swing and they are uh, promoting many pieces of gun legislation and even maybe some executive actions, uh, one of which I wanted to specifically ask you about while we had you on the air. Uh, has to do with background checks. And there are actually a couple of bills regarding background checks. And obviously, with you being a gun store and selling a lot of guns, you're doing a lot of background checks. You're also uh, very famous for being probably the best place in the area to uh, get silencers. Um, And so, you know, obviously, there's a whole background check that goes involved with that. One of these things is to extend the background. uh, One of these bills would extend the uh, uh, the time it takes for a background check to go through. In your opinion, being a person that does so many of these things, how is the background check system currently? Do you feel like are you are you are you confident that it does a great job, or does it need some reform, as some people in Washington would suggest? Well, I think you know the background check system as it's working as we do it right now, and we do the forty four seventy three. The component they're looking at, um, you're still going to be able to get a instant proceed if they don't need to go to further review. They're looking at further review now. Um, you know, basically they're, they're looking at that as three to five business days as it stands now, and then you get proceeded whether you get a response or not. The legislation, as what we understand it to to be, is that they're wanting to extend that period, so they can look at people that they want to a lot closer. Find out if you know if, if there's something else there. Um, very rarely, and I mean maybe once or twice a year, uh, do we see something that was preceded, and then after it was preceded, they call us and say, or you know, we get we get the information that hey, we didn't want to proceed that. And there's there's measures in place for that. Actually, we have to give them the information. It goes to ATF, and then ATF makes a and honest to God, they make a judgment call at that point in time. Is it worth it to go get this gun? Um, it, this person shouldn't have whatever they may have done in their past um, and why it popped. So we have those those keys in place right now. They're trying to do this legislation to give them a little bit longer time frame. I know that the time frame hasn't been etched in stone. I think they initially they wanted it indefinitely, which is horrible because push, push everybody on delay and then you don't ever have to deliver a gun. Um, I think if they, you know, if, if they're looking at, you know, extending that to from, you know, three to five to 10 or something like that, that, that might be a, a negotiable point, but is it necessary? I don't, I personally, in my business, what we do here, I don't see that we have a, a big problem in the industry doing that. Like we're not delivering a bunch of guns and then they're coming back and said, Oh my God, all these people got guns. They shouldn't have. Yeah. 
Hey Jess, were you in the mm-hmm. were you in the gun retail business uh, when there was a wait time? Have you ever been in the business, yeah. or, or I guess you probably know people uh, that yeah. I always thought the wait time was for somebody to calm down, like because a gun is usually not an impulse buy. I mean, it, other than ooh, I want that, uh, but yeah. for a specific situation, um, and with computers so fast now, everything can happen a lot faster. And that's why we're at, you know, wait, you know, 15 minutes until they respond back from the headquarters. Um, do you think a wait time would, would help situations in this case? Um, I don't think that that we are seeing in for our business and what we sell and, and what we do. I don't see that. Um, I don't see it personally. I mean, I don't. We, we get notified if our guns are using crimes. I mean, if, if I right. had a ton of guns that people were coming in and they were saying, oh, man, you're, you know, you, all these guns have been used in crimes. You sold all these guns. Then, yeah, maybe maybe we need to address that. But from our standpoint, um, I don't see that. And we're not we're not constantly being bombarded with that. I mean, it's like it's like we're trying to fix a problem here that we don't have. You no, know, Jesse, that's um, exactly yeah. that's a great point, because I, I think that there are things that can be. I don't think that we should just say, no, the system's perfect and everything's fine mm-hmm. and, and things bad things are going to happen. I think there are things that we can work on, but I don't think it's the background check situation. I don't think it's what's happening. I don't think it's the gun laws. I don't think it's the gun stores. I mentioned earlier, you know, all many of these shootings, almost every one, at least of the of the recent ones, the the uh the the person the perpetrator has had many red flags in their in their past yeah. you find out all of these things about their mental health state and the actions and the and the things that they were saying ahead of time there and are, they were on a watch list yeah there are ways yeah. to address this in some form that can be made but i'm not sure that the focus of that needs to be on the gun laws and the gun stores it needs to be in yeah. other areas in my opinion and if they if they've done those things and they're flagged, then technically, if you're flagged, you should be flagged. You should mm-hmm. be flagged in that system so that when you go to purchase a firearm, you do get the delay, which then can end up in a denial. Or an, and the the tricky part of that is when you start when you start down that road and we start delaying and denying more people, there needs to be an avenue, okay, for those people to dispute the delay and deny, you know, with the federal government. Hey, show me what. Show me why I can't have this, okay? And if they prove beyond a reasonable doubt, well, it's because you're a felon. You know, I mean, it's because you shouldn't have one. You know, or hey, you're on our watch list. You know, this and that. You know, so basically, they can't flag you. It can't be an arbitrary thing where they just flag you and say, "Hey, we flag you. We don't like you." You know, they have to be able to show right. their work and say, "Hey, we flag you for these reasons. These reasons." The FBI you know, is watching are ABC. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the reasons are ABC, and then you can then you, then you can fight it. It's. We don't want to give them the keys and say, eh, do what you want, flag who you want, because then if you just didn't like someone, you could get them flagged and then they couldn't you know, exercise their Second Amendment right. And I'm everything's not shouldn't have uh, firearms not having it. Yeah. And everything's not premeditated. Some people snap. They've got a TV show called mm. Snapped because yeah. people snap and, you know, lose their mind. Yeah. Remember going postal was a was a, a derogatory statement yeah. in the 80s. Now they've got stores called Going Postal. They're postal services that they for shipping and stuff. There are yeah. there are uh, uh, there's a, there's a lot to unpack with what Bo just said, and uh, there's a lot more <laughs> things to talk about, uh, which we and will do. We got a so, phone call, and Jesse's getting phone calls yeah. because they're always busy there at Razorback. Uh, Jesse, we got to wrap up the show. We'll sure. continue this discussion in the podcast exclusive. If people oh, yeah. want to come out and visit you there at Razorback Armory, how do they do it? 
It's Razorback Armory, 12072 Manchester Road. Uh, we're about a half mile east of 270 on Manchester, right next to the tennis shop. Tell them Bo sent you. Also on social yeah. media, RazorbackArmory.com. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, look us up or stop by. Great stuff. Razorback Armory, one of the great sponsors of the show. We appreciate that greatly, and we appreciate you listening. And uh, make sure you download the podcast exclusive when it comes out on Monday. For and my share partner, it. Yes, and share it with uh, all <laughs> like-minded people, people who like guns, people who like hunting, people who like fishing, all of that. That's why we are here. For my partner, Bo Matthews, and our producer, Carl Middleman, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Don't take See you, boys. To town, son. Leave your guns at home, Bill. Don't take your guns to town. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.